Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for hanging out with us this Friday afternoon, hour three. Lori and Julia here on MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk app. So we're at lots of different places. So any way you want to join us, we don't care. Just hang out with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, so did you guys see um, the D.C. mayor had the Black Lives Matter painted on the street? I did see that. We tweeted the picture. It's amazing. We posted it on the show links page. Oh, we did? On the Lori and Julie show links. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So It's the uh, road leading up to the White House. Yeah, and it was painted in, what do they call it? Striping? So that... Yeah, the same color of... Are the road stripe down the middle of the road, the yellow stripe. Yeah, so that it doesn't wear off. It's mm-hmm. not something so like that. Uh, she's that lady, that lady in the Atlanta mayor, that woman have really been. Yeah, um, she got out there during the protest and people yeah. were yelling at her and she stood her ground and yep. was patient and listening. Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird how oddly hopeful I feel. This is a good thing. People need hope. Yeah, don't you guys, though? I mean, do you, Holly? Need hope? Do you feel hopeful about <laughs> yes, everything? Yes, Holly, you need some hope. About everything that you're seeing and that the whole world has stood up and just said enough. I mean, do you just feel like even the, these some of these news stories we're getting out of Hollywood with people speaking up? and Yeah, yeah. Well, people feel empowered yes, to I speak guess that's up. It. And, you know, specifically, I think you're referring to the story we talked about at the top of the four o'clock hour, talking about David Oyelowo, talking about what the Academy did when he and his fellow cast members of the movie Selma decided to protest the death of Eric Gardner by wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirts. And the, the Academy told them that if they did that, then we are not going to curry favor with you come Oscar time. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of in a period where people are speaking up about various institutions. That's what she she said. Like, there's this feeling of hope and empowerment because... Well, and it kind of happened through the morning shows, right? Like, talking um, uh, talking about sexism. And it then kind of bubbled up with the Ronan Farrow book and the Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. case and talking about that harassment in the workplace Mm -hmm. is not okay. Right. I feel like we're in a time where a lot of the stuff that was sort of hidden below the surface is becoming um they're nope. shining the light on it and saying no this is not okay it. we're not yeah. tolerating you're not it. tolerating it People at work getting you're getting fired not... you're losing your job we're yep. just like enough enough is enough People yep. have had it yep 
That's, I don't know. That's a good thing. Yeah, I do think it's a good thing. And also, it's going to be such an interesting time. I'm, I'm like, I wish I could be 20 years from now and look back on what this time means in history, what it feels like when you listen to like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton talk about the, the riots that happened in the sixties and the war and what that perspective shined on the future of the Mm -hmm. United States. I look at this time and think, what will this look like 20 years from now? What kind of music will we have? What kind of art, what kind of uh, systemic changes to fundamental racist society is this the time? And it's past time, but will yeah. this actually be the moment it that is. people will look back? Yes, it is. It's very interesting and cool to think about being a part of that movement. Yeah. And being able to have it for our kids. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I think that you're right. I mean, a lot of people are like 2020, worst year ever. And it has been the worst year ever, but it also feels like 2020 might be the year that we get out of everything and that the hidden unsaid ugly underbelly of looking away and not really acknowledging or understanding you know what white privilege is and what it what it is i remember i think the headline that really got to me um last week maybe it was friday it was a story what why does it have to be so exhausting to be black mm-hmm. you know and i was just like oh I think, too, that's really, you know, to think about that, because if you're white, you don't have to think about that, even if you're you're exhausted just because of your skin. color. Even if you're poor white, I used to feel, too. And this is probably a very vulnerable moment. So please be kind. Oh, dear. Um, When people talked about white privilege, I knew what that was and I knew I had it, but I felt ashamed and uncomfortable and defensive that's because you've grown up here you're from here and i didn't know like okay yeah so this is what can i do about it but it's so not overtly racist at least when you go down south you know people are are more out loud about Mm -hmm. it but in places where black people are the minority and whites are the majority you don't see it because you don't ever have to deal with it. And it's just not anything that's on your radar. And that is why places that are very, very white, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, are some of the places where overt racism, racism is, or not, is it over? Yeah, overt. You People would, what? No, not us. No, we're nice here. And it's like, well, and it it felt like, you know, just for me personally, like I try to be a good person. I try to be a kind person. I try to be a person that treats everybody equally. That's got nothing to do with it. But I didn't know that. Yeah. And I am now getting aware of what that is and that I can have white privilege and I can be aware of it and I can work to understand it and I can talk to my friends about it and I don't have to be shamed about it it just is now what i take from that environment and do with it into the future so i feel like a lot of people are defensive and i just want to say for myself don't be defensive i'm i am just opening that door to say yeah i look at yourself and realize you know and the advantages that i've had because of that okay if every day life is easy you know you're not going to have to worry about getting 
Um, Just even driving down the road and getting not, stopped by the police. or a, You're not, as a white mom, going to have to say to your kids, you're bl- like, okay, don't wear a hoodie. Yep. Make sure you have your ID on you. Uh, don't always get whatever you're getting. Even if it's a pack of gum, make sure you have the bag and the receipt. Yep. Don't play your music too loud in your car. I mean, there's this whole litany of stuff that you don't even have to deal with. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. And go ahead and, you know, like if you'd like to, I mean, we're really, justice also needs to work is um, on our prison system, prison system and the racial inequality that goes on there. So you can watch Just Mercy, which is free streaming. You watch that. And also the Ava DuVernay 13th. I want to specifically speak to that for just one second. Because we, I feel like in the social media sphere, there's a lot of talk about, well, you know, uh, he had fentanyl and George Floyd had fentanyl in his system and George Floyd had a a history of committing crimes. And there's a lot of this talk about like the, the prison system and these people are bad people. And I just, if you watch that show, the documentary of 13 and you realize 13th, how much more. Um, how many more black people are in prison and why they're in prison and how that systemically happened over the course of the last 400 years. It's not enough to just be like, well, these are the bad people, right? They're not the bad people. It was like the sentencing that came down with mandatory mandatory minimums minimums. in the eighties. So if you had um, cocaine, kind of a slap on the wrist, but if it was crack, yep. which was inexpensive, you had to have money to buy cocaine, maybe more money than you could get for a crack. And the crack had min- mandatory minimum, and it was just crazy sentencing, seven years, you know, where you would have that same amount in cocaine, and maybe you'd get a suspended sentence and a fine and go to drug classes. And any kinds of just misdemeanor, little just, dumb crimes, yeah. like having a headlight out, just they would take them in and they would charge them with those crimes. And then you had the three strikes, you're out rule. Yeah. Hey, by the way, your guy from uh, Denord, he was on GMA. Did you see him? No, Chris Montana and his wife Chanel are the best. They kind of had a story on just like, it was Minneapolis and two other cities and what local businesses that had been impacted and what they were doing. They own the Denord distillery distillery. And like some of the people were like, uh, if we don't need, I don't care so much about my business. I can rebuild this. I'm more about, we need to rebuild what's happening and demand change. It was a very inspiring story. And there, there's your yeah. guy was from Denord. He, he was with uh, apparently governor walls on a tour uh, this morning and also talking about, you know, how hard it is to get loans for businesses. Well, look, That's look a whole other t- thing. Tony Zaccardi told us. Yeah, exactly how Mita helped him get his loan. Mita yeah. is a great organization. How do you spell it? M-E-D-A. A, okay. Uh, okay, well, here's just a couple other things of good note. Angelina, you know, she turned 45 yesterday. I couldn't have been happier. She did? Yes, I love it when people reach mid-40s. Just Why? Me, I don't know. It just makes me happy. Come into my circle. <laughs> Are you leaving the circle as they're entering no, the circle? No, no, no. I'm stu- staying. You're staying I'm, in the yeah, circle. Okay. Yeah, I'm staying. But anyway, um, Angelina, uh, she donated $200,000 to the NAACP for her 45th birthday. And, of course, she is, you know, the white mother to, you know, children that are of other races. Yeah. You know, she's got a black child and they're Asian color. children. And she's worked for two decades for the United Commission on Refugees. She's brought so much awareness to that. And also because she's been home 
um, for months. You know, she was one of the first. She gave a million dollars to the um, feeding children in L.A. Mm -hmm. at the beginning of COVID. I just love her. (sighs) Anyway, so she did that. Also, um, um, uh, John Boyega, you know, last week he got so much crap online because he just tweeted, I really bleep and hate racists. And Who Chris, is he? He's from Star Wars. Yeah, he's from the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, okay. Now mm-hmm. I know who he is. Yeah, um, he's also been in, I think he was might have, he was in um, uh, Attack the Block. If you ever saw that movie, that was from the same guys that gave us uh, that Shaun of the Dead. Oh, and, Shaun of the Dead is a good movie. movie. Anyway, so he he went to London earlier this week and he gave an amazing speech at a Black Lives Matter protest because he's a British guy. He was passionate. He was crying. He did it in spite of the fact. And he even said, you know, he he didn't know if he'd have a career after speaking out. He was so nervous. He said, uh, I'm 28 years old, born and raised in London, and I need you to understand how painful it is to be reminded every day your race means nothing, and that isn't the case anymore. There's never a case anymore. We are a physical representation of our support for George uh, Floyd, and then he went on and and Mm -hmm. named other people. And he just said, you know, I know I might be risking my career in Hollywood by being this out loud about it, but because people... We know this has happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think of that poor Kelly Marie Tran. Remember all the racist trolling she oh. got online for that Star Wars movie like two years ago? Yeah, she played Rose, Rose. in the Star Wars movie, the second one, uh, The Last Jedi. And she she got she, edited out. Well, in the third one, her character, Rose, was not included. I mean, I can't speak to it because uh, I haven't seen the movie, but she's not in it she's that much. And she, and she left social media because she was being bullied by racists. So much. Wow. So yeah. John does a lot of people, Jordan Peele, uh, Lucasfilm, Lin-Manuel Miranda, a lot of people came out and just said, we want you to read our scripts. We see you. And so, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. wow. So that's that's kind of a, a cool thing but he really was like crying because he's like i don't know that i'm going to get a job in hollywood because that i'm vulnerability takes courage yeah it really does all right listen we'll be right um back we are gonna we got the dirt alert this is a my talk dirt alert I don't know. I haven't been looking at any gossip at all. Uh, understandable. Uh, but do want to let people know before we get on to some Hollywood gossip that uh, as of right now, as of 520, and please mistake me, or please mistake me, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that there is no curfew in Minneapolis or St. Paul tonight. We are just moving forward without any curfew. And uh, But uh, if Lori, if you see different or otherwise... Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Please interject and let okay, me know. Okay, yeah. As yeah. far as I can see, yeah, that has not been extended. Okay. Very well, then. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to... Some things happening over the world of Hollywood. So this is a headline out of Silicon Valley today. Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian is resigning from the board of Reddit. And he is urging the company today to replace him with a black person. Ohanian is also saying he's committed to using future gains from his Reddit stock to serve the black community and focusing on curbing racial hate. He is the husband of Serena Williams. Right. So that you may Boy. not know him if you're not a Redditor. You would probably know him uh, as being the husband of Serena Williams. Yes, I like it. Yeah, so he wrote, he said, I'm writing this as a father who needs to be able to answer to his black daughter when she asks, what did you do? So he wrote this on a blog post, and he said, I believe resignation can actually be an act of leadership from people in power right now. He said to everyone fighting to fix our broken nation, do not stop. So he is really... You know, following his words and doing what he is uh, asking other people to do. Yeah. So he said, despite making significant progress over the years, we have to turn a mirror on ourselves and be willing to do the hard work of making sure we are living up to our values in our product and policies. And Mm -hmm. so he said that to the Huffington Post today about Twitter or no, excuse me, Reddit. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there he is. That's cool. All right. Now on to some more uh, of our wheelhouse in the Kardashians. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, Kim Kardashian, according to sources over at the Sun tabloid in the UK, is considering moving into a separate home from Kanye West to avoid divorcing him. Well, they do have like three homes right in LA area, aren't they? Like Hidden Hills and then they've and got then like they can just Beverly date. Hills and then send them to the ranch in Wyoming. These two are not used to spending time together. No. This is... The, the, every week, I believe this 100%. Are we going to have a lot of Corona divorces? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a new word I just made up, but it's yeah, a good one. Yeah, it is a good, good one. one. That Corona divorces? Nice yeah, there yes. are going to be. Well, now, Kim Kardashian is telling friends, according to The Sun, that she doesn't want to divorce Kanye West and that ending the marriage is a last option for her. They share four children together, but there have been split rumors. You know, to your point, Lori, basically that Kim and Kanye ha- live in separate worlds mm-hmm. and that that's an arrangement that seems to have worked for them in the past. Yeah. But now under quarantine... They're living together, mm-hmm. and it's very stressful, although the veracity of that, I would argue, because there have been reports all throughout uh, our experience with COVID-19 that Kanye went up to Wyoming, took the kids with him because Kim needed a break, but then she kind of backtracked that and was like, no, I'm spending all the well, time with my Well, he was in Chicago protesting yesterday, and I bet she was very happy that he left. And, you know, stay, Kanye, in large. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, do the things that help. Yeah. Oh yeah, do the things that are meaningful to you. Go out there if that you know and support that. And sources say that Kim considers her marriage to Kanye and their family together a huge success. And well, that that's, that's totally on brand for her. Sources <laughs> say, okay, yeah, Chris yeah, Jenner. That is so complete, marriage is a success, but but completely on brand. I get it. Here's here's another thing that the source said that Kim is the only sister who is married and thinks of herself and Kanye as a power couple. Again, so, on so, brand. So the last thing. <laughs> 
This they is do. so just ridiculous. But that's, that is how the thinking is. Yeah, well, and then more of that thinking is that the last thing that Kid would want is a divorce because of the public backlash after her second divorce from Chris Humphreys. Well, I don't was know. Yeah, that. That. I think yeah, the we all yeah. understood why she was getting divorced from him. That was a show man's for sure. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. all understood, Kim, why you got a divorce. I could, we couldn't understand The only one who didn't married. understand it was a show man's was poor Chris Humphreys. Uh, yeah. That's right. He was the only one. Bless his heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Kim and Kanye, keep doing your thing, guys. Let's go over to the legal world of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh. Are we still? Oh, yeah, they have two separate big things, court things happening. Yeah. So the Blast reporting this afternoon that Johnny Depp has issued subpoenas to collect any documents and communication that Amber Heard may have had with the ACLU and the Children's Hospital Los Angeles regarding donations that were made following the couple's divorce. So Johnny Depp's legal team is collecting information because they have some questions about how much money Amber Heard actually gave to those charities and he was going to give it all away seven million dollars and we're like don't give it all away you might need it (laughs) yeah well (laughs) I bet she said because she told us I bet she didn't oh god this is so messy this is concerning the the lawsuit that's happening in Washington DC because or at least I'm assuming so because Johnny Depp's people filed the subpoenas in Virginia okay it is yeah so asking for the court to force each organization to give up all information concerning Amber Heard did she really donate the money because she wrote the op ed that I'm a victim of domestic violence and in violation of the NDA and he's going after her. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, why can't he give it up? And why are we still having this conversation? He's suing for two because now people think he's an abuser. And so he's saying that those accusations have defamed him to such Mm -hmm. a degree that he has essentially lost his career in Hollywood. And he's also got one because somebody called him and the tabloid across the pond, a wife abuser. And he's got people have deposit. I mean, Johnny is not messing around. He has. People that have said, you know. Do you think he threw the phone at Amber Heard? Do you think he was abusive to her? I think they were abusive with each other. I think they had an abusive relationship and it went both ways. Yep. Yeah, I think. That's what I think happened. Huh. With yeah. Those two. So the lawsuit. Toxic. I don't want to stick up for him, though. I'm just going to say. Well, he's got like... a legal right, though, to do this because they did sign an NDA after he gave her seven million dollars, and then she writes this letter that is can only be about him. I would like NDAs to stop being in existence as well. Oh, you're yeah. exhausting us right now. <laughs> so this this lawsuit in Virginia in uh, that one, I'm not sure when the court date is going to be happening with that, but I do know the one in the UK with Johnny Depp. Allegedly, he's going to fly from France to the UK later this summer, and it's moving forward in the high court over in the UK. He's got a chance over there, too, yeah. with that one. All right. So well, messy. So, so messy. Sorry, Stephanie. We're still going to be talking about it. Yeah. We're still going to be, know. The, you know. All right. That's a little wake up, everybody. I got to thank somebody out there in listening land. They uh, remind us about that song. That's, of course... Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes with Teddy Pendergrass singing leads. And that's just, that's a great song. By the way, that song was number one for two weeks in 1976, Stephanie. In case you're wondering. I feel like I'm with Casey Kasem. I know. And the band, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, performed that song on Soul Train. 
And uh, my show is back about Don Cornelius, American Soul. That is such a good show. It's on BET. I believe it's on BET. It just came back. Oh, it's so good. That Don Cornelius has quite a story. You know, and I love just that whole, I love all that. These musical kind of yeah. biopics. So anyway, it is time. Uh, thanks to AARP Minnesota. We're, our, we're all going to do some uh, weekend picks and that that one wake up everybody if you haven't listened to the full song that's my weekend pick for a song for you to listen to and then uh so i've just got a couple music uh picks this is from john bream on thursday last week Geraldine Steele called um lowell pickett at the dakota saying that the steels we need to sing in response to what was happening in the twin Cities. so um, the Steels gave an impromptu live stream two hour concert for healing in Javetta Steele's backyard last Saturday. Sweet. And um, it is, they had guest appearances Patty Peterson, Sarah Groves, Amando Dickerson, but it was an unrehearsed, overwhelmingly emotional performance, exactly what Minnesota needs right now. And it's on the Dakotas. Facebook page. Oh, I'm going to watch that. So that's something for you to watch. And then my other one uh, is, um, and thank you, Chris Riemenschneider, uh, since the big, you know, groovy get together of the Lower Town Blues and Funk Festival got canceled, they're live streaming uh, performances via Crowdcast each week with some of the acts that were due to play. So this week, Joanne Parker, and of course, you know, she just did her show at the at Crooner's Drive-In. John said it was amazing. And so uh, that is something that you can um, watch on Crowdcast. And if you'd like to do a little dance party with DJ Justice, and then there's going to be some talk with some different artists that is called, that's on Twitch TV. Yeah. And it's, uh, you go to Rapture. Okay. And, and to watch that. Okay. That's what I got. Okay. You got so anything? Is it, yeah, yeah I got go. some. Okay, so it's patio time, right? Yes. Uh, beginning June 1st, we could open up for patio dining for um, up to 50 people. We're moving into the June 10th window. But I just want to tell you a couple patios that are open Please. to visit. Um, Lucky 13's Pub in Mendota. I always love their um, patio. They have a great patio, and they have a delicious buffalo chicken sandwich, if I'm just making recommendations. Um, also, uh, Jones in the Park. There. It is it's pretty. pretty there. Mm-hmm. Jones in the Park has a beautiful patio. This, they're also in St. Paul. They are on um, Snelling. Snelling, yes. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice covering, too, yes, so do. you don't ever get caught out in the elements, and it's not too hot. It's a very lovely patio there. It almost feels like a living room. It does. Um, a tented living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are over in the Minneapolis side of life, uh, Burroughs Patio is open. They are in the North Loop. Also, you can find patio dining at uh, the Loop, which is in the North Loop. And Kramarchik's has their patio open. So if you want to get a little sausage there, which I highly recommend. Someplace it's not been open for a long time, but I thought their cider was great, was Minneapolis Cider Company. Mm-hmm. And you they have their patio open and you can go out and hang out and have a cider. Also, uh, keep in mind that uh, one fermentary and tap room is also open. And Parlor is also open in Minneapolis. Keep in mind that you need reservations for these places. Yeah. So go on their Facebook page is usually the best place. 
their call. Yeah, their websites, a lot of these small businesses haven't kept up with the website stuff just because it's been moving so fast. Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, just call your favorite place. Uh, the Surly patio will be open. The Uda Pills Brewing patio will be open. So call or get on their Facebook page. And then we're all moving into next Wednesday when they will be able to have up to 250 people inside but also up to 250 people outside. So a place like Surly, because it's got a large patio and a large yeah. indoor area, is going to feel a little more normal. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're going to Moscow on the Hill. We they are. have a beautiful patio. We are. I'm okay. looking forward to that. And I'm going to Bedweather Brewing tomorrow to sit on their patio. patio? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Are you got any patios in your um, future there, Holly? Oh, my gosh. I mean, brewery, I, you, maybe? I don't know. You know, yeah. I walked by in my neighborhood and... I got to say, shout out to the Leaning Tower of Pizza's patio. They opened a few years ago a wonderful patio off of 24th with fire pits, open indoor-outdoor bar space. Nice. Now they have the one on, you can sit on Lindale too if you're going to be enjoying a cigarette with your beer and pizza, but great out little... in Whittier. Wow, cool. Yeah, Ellie's friend Maya works there. Oh, hi Maya. You might go there, maybe. That, I might go you, there. Mm-hmm. It's very enticing because yeah. the forecast tomorrow is going to be like 80 and mostly sunny. So if you're going to get your patio session in, recommend that you do it on Saturday, not on Sunday. The thunderstorms are going to kind of okay. move in. Okay, one more just breakfasty okay. thing that I forgot to tell you because I think this guy has done so much for the community. Mm-hmm. Hope Breakfast Bar in St. Paul. They are open for outdoor. They have a huge, they've really made like they're into the sidewalk. They're into the street. They've got that street decked out. It was full today. Brian and his wife, who I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Sarah, Mm -hmm. have fed so many people throughout the Twin Cities. They have just had free food out there every day that you could just drive by and pick up. It is uh, down off of Smith Avenue in St. Paul. It's in that, it was an old fire station Mm -hmm. that they rehabbed. They are now open for their uh, curbside delivery, but you can also go and sit at their patio. They've got it socially distanced. They've got the plexiglass. I don't know how that guy keeps standing up between what he's doing to keep his restaurant open, but also the amount of food that he's donated, that he's fed. Just really some very inspiring people down there at Hope Breakfast Bar. All right, cool. Holly, you got any uh, things you want to... Share with people. What about your doggy thing? Oh, the doggy thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, with Canine Inspired Change. Okay, yeah. I'll give a shout out to the organization that I'm involved in. I, You know, plug here. I'm on the board of directors of an organization here in the Twin Cities called Canine Inspired Change. And we have our own therapy dog curriculum. We bring out therapy dog teams into schools, juvenile detention centers, all sorts of other places serving the community. And Canine Inspired Change is bringing therapy dog healing to North Minneapolis, going to be there Saturday. Saturday, 1 to 5 at Weber Park. So you can find Canine Inspired Change at the northwest corner of the park. You can stop by the tent. You know, if you're out and about and you're doing some cleanup, you're doing some service for the community, stop by for some self-care with the dogs and our therapy dog teams. Also uh, accepting donations for the North Minneapolis Pet Resource Center. Lots of things that they're looking for. All right. Cool. All right. Wonderful. You got anything else or no? That's I it. mean, I feel like we've watched all the TV. We that we can I watch. know you really have. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> even get excited about TV no, either. Man. I know it. I tried like the other day. I was like, oh, well, maybe yeah. I'll. I watched Killing Eve, and I got through that. Yeah. But I'm because like, it was the finale, and it was like I didn't want. I'm. I. I'm like, well, I can't. 
I got to just watch it because yeah. that's been appointment TV. But, but then, yeah, like, the all these way. other shows that I know are good, I'm just like, well, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm reading. Chris Hewitt did recommend watching um, Shirley about uh, the Shirley Jackson, the horror no- novelist that dropped on Netflix today. Yes, and I heard that was good. We talked with him earlier this yeah. week. So there you go. There's I still haven't thing. seen the, <laughs> is it American Beauty, where you guys were just talking about this is America. Rose Byrne plays um, Gloria Steinem. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Mrs. America. Mrs. America. Yeah, that's that's really incredible show. All right. Listen, um, we are going to our song today is, uh, you know, Slaying the Family Stone, Everyday People. Are you ready? I am ready. We want to sing like not the whole song, but pretty much the whole song. So I don't know what time that is. that You got to tell us, uh, Holly, but. We come back. We've also got um, just a couple other things we want to tell you. Something that's going on tonight, and it's something all the radio stations have partnered together. It's called the um, Twin Cities Night of Lights. We'll be right back. Be myself, and I love the spelling phonetics on that too. Great, great song. Okay, well, well, wonders never cease. Roger Goodell. Not that we get into sports, but oh he, boy, oh he, boy, here we go. He just did a few <laughs> minutes ago something that. Uh, a lot of people have been waiting long for years overdue. for We, the NFL, admit we were wrong for not listening to the NFL players earlier. We, the NFL, believe Black Lives Matter. We did Colin Kaepernick dirty. I'm just mm. adding that. I don't know exactly what he says about that. But they are admitting they're wrong on Cap, on the whole take a knee. Just, so what do they do about it? Well, I don't know, but uh, Roger Goodell is in his basement giving a plea for. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people apologizing. I am here for it. Just here, I mean, you know, good. And I'll tell you what, because they, eighty percent of the NFL or whatever it is, are black people, black players, and they're probably like, we're done with you and your stuff. And it's too bad they hung Colin Kaepernick out to dry and got people all mixed up that somehow kneeling was. Being terrible to the flag. I mean, it was a it was a, a a marine who suggested it that that would be a respectful way of protesting. Of protesting, and right. he originally took a knee to protest to. I think I can't remember if it was Eric Brown or if it was after Ferguson. I, I can't remember. It's terrible to say. That's how many I feel like it was after Ferguson. Ferguson. But... Yeah, maybe it was. But I mean, he he got blackballed and everything else. They they that's a that's a big, finally. Anyway, people, of course, are like, but he did, you know. It, apologies. He said, ask, we ask, they asked the NFL to care about it, and then they banned him from it. And so let's see what other things that the NFL is going to do, because, you know, hypocritical much? <laughs> well, I want to be like that, but I also want to appreciate yeah. the Every, olive branches when they come. Yeah. Because I think it's never too yeah, late to change your behavior, to say you're sorry, to be better. That's right. Um, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers lit up their stadium last night for eight minutes and 46 seconds to honor George Floyd. That's um, interesting. Yeah. The Twin Cities tonight, uh, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association announced this morning that all Twin Cities commercial radio stations um, well, they're calling it the Twin Cities Night of Light, and they're just asking people in the Twin Cities to uh, turn on their porch lights. And if your car is in your driveway, you know, just turn on your lights for an hour and just like, I don't know what else 
to just shine a light on that we want unity, healing, and and hope, and just moving forward. I know at some of the protests um, that they were doing the peace when it got dark and before curfew, people were holding up their cell phones mm-hmm. so that the helicopters could, you know, see what was going on. So. I- like so that. we can shine the light. Yeah, I like that. And a look lot. for the helpers and shine the light. Yeah, Roger Goodell, we bungled it. We were wrong. We the NFL. I just, you know, geez, I'm kind of glad for Phil Mackey. Um, they've gotten some sports stuff to talk about. You oh. know, they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've yeah. been talking about all of this. You know, he, you know. Everything that's been going on with the murder of George Floyd. I mean, they were talking about that, too. But they really have not had any sports stuff. We at least have had yeah. quite a bit. They've of, kind of been doing a man talk show. Kind of. You know, yeah, kind of. So anyway, they, they really, because I feel like that there was, and, uh, and you know, there's sports news this week mm-hmm. also mixed in with all of this. So, um, and then, you know, Drew Brees apologized again. He did double apology. For his, um, you know, thing on the flag. <sighs> Drew right. Brees. I know it. I don't even know who he plays for. Isn't New that Orleans terrible? Saints. Oh, okay. It's okay. Well, you're not called. We don't have to. We don't have, sports. We don't have to know sports. <laughs> we did talk about him because he is a good guy. He got just very, that message all wrong about, uh, you know, again, trying to equate kneeling with being, you know, terrible, disrespectful to the flag. But <clears throat> he and his wife. Gave five million dollars to New Orleans relief organizations and hospitals when the COVID thing started. I think I remember that five million dollars. Yeah, should we sing? Yeah, let's sing. Every we're gonna sing everyday people. Yeah, we are from Sly and the Family Stone. We're yeah, just starting this. off the whole thing. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.